It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Carl Blaylock. Hi, hello, 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 and welcome in the WATH studios. Carl Blaylock in the studio. Hoping you're joining us in between the halves of the Ohio Bobcats game. They're currently down 6-2 to Toledo, 37-31 over on our sister station, Power 105. But joining me in studio today on this Friday, March 10th, is Tremble's baseball coach, Chaz Muller. Chaz, how are you doing? Good, good, Carl. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, so I guess, first of all, you've got some big shoes to fill for the first time in, well, nearly 30 years. Phil Ferris is not the head coach at Tremble for baseball. Uh, can you talk a little bit about... Is there any pressure kind of filling up with Phil's shoes? Um, you know, I, I don't think so. You know, me and Phil have talked. I got the opportunity to, to coach under him last year, um, and, and I'm really appreciative of that just to get to see the way that he, you know, went about doing his thing and, and coaching the guys and kind of the ins and outs of, of what goes on every day, you know, behind the scenes. So, um, you know, just a, had a, the honor of, of – of being around him last year as a coach not just a player I played under coach for um, you know three years um, in football and baseball so just to be on that other side of it with him was was awesome so what do you have uh, coming back this year I know we talked a little bit off air and like many sports at Tremble this year there's no seniors uh, there was only one or two seniors for football no seniors for Howie Caldwell and his basketball team and no seniors for your baseball team this year. And how does that kind of change uh, anything heading into your first year coaching? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously we're going to have a young team, um, just like all of our other teams, like you mentioned there. Um, you know, we're going to have some growing pains, and kids are going to have to step up. Um, but, I'm, I'm, you know, what I've seen just in the little time that I've been around them last year and then um, this year, um, I think we have a, a good core group of kids that are, are willing and eager to, to get out there and compete and surprise some people in the league. Um, you know, it's just one of them things where every once in a while with a small school, um, you have you have classes like this to where, you know, we just have a down, a down class and we don't have a lot of numbers. So uh, some of our younger kids are going to have to step up and, and, and fill the shoes. I know we graduated um, our top our one through four hitters last year. Um, Tabor Lackey was a four-year catcher. Um, we, we had a, a kid, Owen Sikorsky, move back in. He's a Trimble kid. Uh, we love having him back. He's a sophomore. He's going to be a great player for us. Um, so we're, we're looking forward to it. You talked a little about, about Owen. You know, who are some other players to keep an eye out? Looking as you, you know, you don't. I'm sure you have a general idea of what you think the starting lineup might be, and I'm sure that'll change as you get into scrimmages and practices ramp up heading into the season. But who are some players to watch this year for the Tomcats? Yeah, so um, we returned Cole Wright, um, who was our our ace pitcher last year and did a great job for us as a sophomore. And for the little the little bit that we've had him throwing bullpens and and in practice this year, he looks to have improved. You know, he's bigger, stronger. Um, you know he's a, he's a smart kid. He knows how to how to work the uh, pitch count and does a great job of working ahead. Um, and he, he's really effective. So I'm, I'm excited to get Cole out there um, pitching for us again this year. Um, Chase Henry, 
uh, is going is a great great bat for us as a freshman last year. He looks to be improving. He, you know, he's going to pitch for us as well. Um, Brandon Burdett. You know, these kids have all played. All these kids have started and played since they've been freshmen. So even though we are young, um, we do. You know, a lot of these kids coming back have played for us. So. Um, you know, like I said, they're they're going to have to get in there and compete and and do everything that we ask out of them, and I think they will. There were some new names coming into the program, either as freshmen uh, that really do you expect you expect to see a bit out of. You saw some, you know, that you saw any promise in when they played junior high or over the summer ball. Yep, yep. Um, so Caleb Cahoe um, was a great young player for us in the junior high. I think he's going to step in and. And compete for one of our middle infield positions, possibly shortstop as a freshman. So um, I know it's it's hard for a freshman to come in and play shortstop as, as a varsity player. Um, I did it for coach. I you know I led off and played, so I understand being there. I've been in his shoes before, but I have all the confidence in the world that he's going to be a really good player for us. Um, and like I said, I know they're going to make mistakes. They're young, but just keep building building them up and and shooting positive thoughts in their head and. And I think they'll be fine. Um, and then also uh, we got Paul Sharps, a freshman. He's coming in. Uh, he'll probably play out in the outfield for us a little bit. Um, Owen Sikorsky obviously moving in. I already talked about him. He's going to be behind the plate for us this year and really kind of being the leader that we need, um, you know, behind the plate, calling out, calling out everything that we need, first and third situations, bunk coverages, um, and then being a big bat for us as well. So, um you know, we have other guys, and, and we're just working them around, like you said, in the scrimmages and trying to get the pieces where we need them and how our rotations are going to work. And um, So, yeah, we're, we're excited about all the young guys. Is there a little bit of, not necessarily a worry, but is it a little bit of a challenge to sit there and think about no seniors in your first year as a head coach? Uh, is, it, is it something to where you're a little bit worried about the leadership gap there? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, we talk about that with some of our juniors, mainly um, Cole, and Cole um, Wright and Brandon Burdett. You know, I've talked to them. I said, hey, you know, we don't have any seniors on this team. Some of you guys that are returning, um, and they're used to this by now. Again, this is their third sport that they played this year, so this is nothing new to them. Um, they've, they've went through this with Coach Ferris in football. They've went through this with Howie in basketball, and I'm sure they were preaching it. Those are veterans, veteran coaches and, and Hall of Fame coaches. So by the time they get to me, you know, they've already heard this uh, song and dance. So, um, but yeah, just preaching to them that we need them to be, give 100% every day, be leaders, hustle on and off the field. Um, you know, that's why I told them, I said, I, you know, I'm a player's coach. And as long as you guys are giving me maximum effort, keeping your heads up, being good teammates, um, you know, pick, picking your teammates up, things like that. Um, you know, we're going to have a good season. I think the win and the winning will follow and handle itself. How nice is it, uh, even though, well, you look outside today and it's uh, it's falling back down, but how nice was it to get be able to get some February practices out on the field with it being real nice, 70, sunny? Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, I literally looked over at my uh, assistant coach, coaches, uh, Coach Downs, and, and uh, said, you know, this is amazing that we're getting to get out here and get live reps and get live at bats. I mean, we had a couple inter squad scrimmages. Um, you know, and, and got to go over some of our first and third stuff, our, all of our signs, everything live on the field, which is a huge advantage in being in a, you know, being in Ohio a lot of times. You see it in college sports. It's, it's our biggest disadvantage is having to go inside a gym 
and trying to get game ready while you're in a gym and maybe some southern schools um, get to get outside on the field and hitting. It's a big difference hitting live out on a field than it is inside of a cage in a gym. So, yeah, we've been really lucky. Hopefully, uh, knock on some wood, it, it stays that way. Um, but Well, uh, judging by the looking at today and uh, the uh, kind of dreariness, I think it's only like 40, 45 degrees outside. Let's, yeah, it's uh, 41 degrees outside with light rain coming. We, we so. were in the gym today. <laughs> <laughs> We had a gym day today. We broke them up into groups and got them plenty of swings and got them in, got them out. So we had good good practice today, I thought. It's it's always funny. Uh, I know I'm from northwest Ohio where we got it even worse up there because right. it's always funny, it seems, that about the last four or five years it's – it's at 70, it's sunny during basketball season, and then you get around to the spring sport season, track, um, baseball, and no matter what, it is always 45 degrees, windy, and cold. Yep, yep. I, t- I talk to the kids all the time, and I said, if it's if it's decent weather and the field is, is in good condition, we're going to go outside. I, I know it's cold bundle up but we're gonna have to play games in this in this uh, weather that's just playing baseball in ohio in the spring so um you know we, we told them the other team's in the same boat so we got to get used to playing when our hands are cold and we can't quite you know the bat might sting a little bit when you hit and can't feel the ball when you release it because your hands are, are freezing cold but um so we, we'll try to get them out there every chance we can we, we like to get outside and, and and get some work in so We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll continue talking with Trimble head baseball coach Jazz Muller as you're listening to The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. Figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife, and friend, some days I'm barely keeping my head above water. I finally realized that it's hurting my mental health. To get back to enjoying life again, I needed to get help. Discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health. Visit maketheconnection.net slash women veterans. Stay informed about the stock market from Goldsberry Wealth Strategies. Weekdays at 5.30 on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. The report follows the news. Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a broker-dealer and is independent of RJFS. Beer, 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 beer. Beer, 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 beer. Beer, 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 wine, wine, beer. Beer, 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 wine, wine, beer. Beer, 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 Stop and cop drive through. Richland Avenue. Beer, 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 Let the good times roll. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Local teams, local opinions. The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. This is The Sports Fan presented by JNK Contracting. Carl Blaylock joined by Trimble baseball coach Chaz Muller. 
and uh, it's not it's not quite baseball weather anymore, but it's definitely it's it's definitely feels like it. And I mean, we talked during the break. You played college baseball, Division Two, and I mean, it, 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 does it kind of take you back to? the old February Division Two games, this absolutely. weather like this. Absolutely, absolutely. I remember our first trip my freshman year was down to Lincoln Memorial in uh, Tennessee, and I remember it was 30-some degrees, and we was taking infield, and I went over to my coach, and I said, hey, coach. He goes, what, Chaz? And I said, I said, we're not far enough south. <laughs> we need to go a little further south. So, yeah, it definitely reminds me of it, but like I said, it, it's, it is what it is. got to just be prepared for it and – and go from there so yeah it, it is what it is uh so you played underneath uh phil ferris mm-hmm. uh when you were in school 2006 graduate of tremble correct correct yep uh and then obviously coaching underneath him last year you know what what lessons did you learn from coach ferris uh coaching baseball yeah just just the the ins and outs every day of, of you know how he structured how he structured how he held the guys accountable um, you know, coach would always, um, you know, he holds his guys accountable. And, and whether you're the, the A player on the team or, you know, you're a non-starter, he, he kind of holds all, everybody um, to the same accountability. And, and so just, just as a player, you kind of show up to practice and, and you're there to, to, to be the best player that you can be. You're kind of worried about you. I mean, you want to be a leader and worry about your teammates and everything. but. You know, you're showing up and somebody's telling you what to do. You don't necessarily know what goes into it behind the scenes as far as, you know, planning the practice out and, okay, what do we got to go over today? We got to go over our signs. We got to go over bunk coverages. What happens in this scenario? Are we backing up here? You know, there's just other, you know, a lot of other things that, that goes on, you know, scheduling pictures, getting jerseys passed out, getting, you know, just all the all the forms from the trainers, make sure the guys have this. So it's just a lot more things than just showing up and coaching baseball that, um, you know, you don't really realize until, you, you know, you get to be the head coach. And even last year being around him, I didn't see a lot of the things that he was doing as head coach behind the scenes that maybe he didn't, you know, discuss with me or, or, or anything like that. But, you know, any, he was, you know, coach has been great. Me and, me and him have a really good relationship and we have for years. Um, that you know, he said, "Hey, if you ever need anything at all, you know, you let me know." And and we we still talk um, about things all the time. So he he's open and, and willing to help too if I have any questions, which is great to have. It's not like he's not around. So yeah, absolutely great to have. Almost like a pretty much like a coaching manner right there. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he's he's great to have around. Love it. Now looking at. Your team. We talked a little bit during the commercial break about travel ball and how quite a few of your players this year, <clears throat> excuse me, quite a few of your players this year are really baseball guys. It's kind of not normal for Tremble. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, baseball, obviously, like I said, I, I play college baseball and playing in the summer, playing whether it be Legion baseball, which I'm a huge believer of. That's what I played. Um, it's kind of transitioning a little bit now into some travel uh, travel ball, and my sons are starting to get into it at a very young age. And um, but it's just you know you play a lot of games, and that's the best way in baseball to get better as a player is just the reps and getting just seeing live pitching, seeing better competition, um, and that only helps you. You know if you uh, and I know not every player wants to be a college baseball player and and everything like that but if you love the game and we have a couple young kids that have that really love the game i think 
um, and they want to play at the next level. And I love that about them, and I'm going to help them, you know, any way that I can. Um, but I'm, I'm a true believer that if you want to be a really good baseball player, you know, just like anything else, you have to work at it. And if you only pick up a bat and ball during the couple months that we have right here in the spring and then you don't even think about it or do it again until until we pick them up again in, in late February, you know, I, I'm not sure if you're maxing out your potential. And right now we have – I know they're young. Again, we've talked about that. But I think they've, they've played a lot of ball over the, over the years. So – um, I think they'll probably play a little bit older and surprise some people this year than, than what they really are grade-wise. So. Talking about surprising people, let's talk about the TVC Hawking as a whole. You know, where do you think you fit in in the Hawking at this moment? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell. I know Southern had a really good ace last year, um, and he was a really good player. I, I really respected him, and I think he's off maybe playing college baseball now. Um, so, you know, he's gone. Um, so, you know, I, th- I think just from looking at it, I mean, you have your same teams that have always been there. Um, but I hope to see our kids compete and, you know, hopefully find our way at the top of that uh, top of that division and, and competing for it, you know. Um, you know, we'll see. Like I said, we're young. There's going to be bumps in the road. But um, I have a lot of faith in our guys. I um, mean, I tell them that every day. I said, I have all the confidence in the world in you guys. And... Um, you know, if you have the confidence in themselves, I, I think they can they can compete for a league championship, and that's ultimately our goal. We had um, you know sheets at the beginning of the year that I printed off and passed out to every single one of them, uh, just some simple information. But at the end of it, we had goals and expectations of what they want to get out of this year, and and number one on it is is to win the league. I think that should be our goal every year. So that's what we're going to shoot for. How much does it help with tough scheduling? You know, uh, we talked about looking at your schedule. You play Logan twice this year. How, how much does that right, non-conference right. really help gear up for league play? Yeah, we um, we scheduled, you know, we try to schedule some teams. Um, you know, actually our athletic director is my varsity assistant, Austin Down. So we go over it, you know, in the off season and, and he had a lot of this stuff kind of scheduled. But as far as our scrimmages as well, I mean, we scrimmage Warren, we scrimmage uh, Morgan, both D2 schools. We scrimmage Megs. I believe they might be D2. They might be D3. I, I think they might be they D3, might be but, three, they have, but they, they have a great have pitcher. pitcher yeah. They have a great pitcher. Now, he's coming off injury, but I, uh, I talked to their coach the other day, and they said he's coming along nicely, and he's going to get to play, and which I love to hear. I, I was at the game when he got hurt, and um, I hated to see that, but yeah, from I've never seen him pitch, but I've heard great things about him. So, and may, you know, so and then we play Crooksville. So we have four really good scrimmages, um, and we're, they're going to test us, and and that's what we want. Eventually, we want to build um, this program up. I mean, when I when I played, we out of my three years, we went to the Sweet 16 twice. Uh, my assistant coach Austin Downs, two of his four years, we went to the Sweet 16. Um, my other assistant coach, Chuck Davis, he's in the Hall of Fame for baseball. He's a little bit older, won the league. So I, I got some really good people around me, and I think that you know we want to try to see our kids have the same success we did and try to build that back up and, and um, you know, try to be a mainstay there to where people go, you know, people go watch the regionals or, you know, district finals, there's Trimble. You know, that's eventually kind of what my goals and expectations are as a coach here. So, I mean, the goal and expectation is going to be up in the few com- next few coming years, get to Chillicothe. Get to Chillicothe, absolutely. Yep. So, um, you know, and that, that starts, I think, if we win our league, you know, win a lot of games, um, put, some, put some, you know, bigger schools on there that's going to push us and compete. 
Um, and our league's hard. I think uh, I tell our kids this all the time. We've only won the league three times in the past, you know, 20 some years. So um, it really is the hawking is a baseball league if you really look at it as a whole. Um, it's, you know, Southern has had a lot of success. Eastern's had a lot of success. Waterford's had a lot of success, and we've had a lot of success. So um, it's a really good small small school league, um, and I look forward to you know seeing what our kids can do and compete and and like I said, try to be at the top of it when it's all said and done. Which games, you know, if people in Athens County, they're sitting around, they want to watch some high school baseball this year, which games do you suggest for them to get out to? Which will be the best ones that your team will be in this year? Yeah, I would say any any of our late games any, uh, with Waterford is going to have a pretty good team. You know, Southern's always got good teams, and Eastern's always got good teams. So I would say any of our home games that, um, you know, have those uh, us three playing each other, I think is going to be a good um, a good game to watch, plenty of action. Um, you know, we're going to play aggressive, I told the guys. So we're going to try to play aggressive this year. Um, so those will be good games. And then, like I said, Logan, that's a that's a bigger school, Division One. Uh, we look forward to, to uh, challenging ourselves with that, too. So that's a kind of a local school that um, doesn't typically happen. You don't see Trimble and Logan's only played. I can't even count the times that we played. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And um, so I had an opportunity to, to talk with their coach over the summer and and so we're looking forward to that too so absolutely can't wait to see your team out there coach and while we have you here we'll talk a little bit because i mean it's been a busy busy sports day i know i've uh i've spent well about most of the past 36 hours has been spent for me (laughs) in front of a television watching basketball as as one should be you know in the beginning of march and uh, one big game today were the Buckeyes. They're going to the semifinal, I think, and probably one of the more surprising uh, things in a long time. The Buckeyes uh, beating Michigan State today. Uh, they defeat them 68-58. That's a big victory for the Buckeyes. They move on to face Purdue tomorrow in the Big Ten semifinals. But Chris Altman's really uh, cooled his cooled his seat down almost instantaneously this has been a heck of a run for the Buckeyes yeah they definitely are playing better than what their record shows um I think I think that they're they're a better team than obviously like I said their record is and uh, I love seeing it my dad played at Ohio State he was a four-year letterman at Ohio State in baseball um so we're huge Ohio State fans in our house and I know he was very excited today and he tells me all the time that they got the best talent in the league they just haven't quite put it on put it together on the court so um, so, yeah, it's going to be great. Bruce Thornton definitely put it together today. He had 21 points in the Buckeyes, 10-point victory over the Spartans, and it was a game that really they kept the gap at about 10 points most of the second half. So great victory for the Buckeyes. They'll see if they can almost almost uh, correct the tailspin. That tailspin started when they lost to Purdue uh, in January. Yep. Maybe, they, maybe they can get it back. Do you have – I mean – do you have any uh, basketball teams you're keeping an eye on? Who's your at the moment Final Four? Obviously, don't have the brackets quite yet, but what what what, what teams are you tossing out there? You think for your Final Four? I haven't followed it too much. You know, anybody, any of our Big Ten teams that that are in the tournament. I don't. You know, um, you know, we talk about this all the, all the time, me and my friends. But I mean, the Big Ten is a great conference. Um, so any any of those top teams in the Big Ten that are going to be around they're going to be around at the end i think they're going to be a tough out in march um so yeah i, I would yeah i'm a big 10 guy so i and uh, so yeah i would look forward to any of those guys any of them you take your pick 
Makes sense. Makes, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think I would go, I think Purdue makes it. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, well, Kansas, if Bill Self is still around. That's a big if. Right, right. Obviously, uh, hopefully he's all right. But if Bill Self's around, give me Kansas in there. Throw San Diego State in there. I've really enjoyed. I, you know, I'm a college kid, so right. my sleep schedule is all sorts right. of messed up. Yeah. So yeah. I find myself watching. I was up till about 1:30 in the morning last night watching Utah State, New Mexico. I, I, I used to follow the the college basketball game so closely, and and I got three three young kids. Um, you know, I'm coaching baseball, got a full time job. Um, so I don't get to see as many of the games in depth as I used to. Mostly just follow follow along on my Sports Center app and and some highlights on ESPN and what what have you. But um, yeah, I'm a big fan. I'll definitely be watching once March Madness starts if I got a, if I got a quick second. So I love it. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Absolutely. And honestly, you might do better in your bracket than what <laughs> right, I am. Right. <laughs> it always seems the people who do not watch basketball yeah. at all yeah. are normally much much better at uh, picking out the brackets right. and. Uh, I mean, last year for me, I had last year on my bracket, and I'll talk about it more uh, next week on the Sports Fan. I got about like, I think at most, I had like, I think 16 correct picks. Yeah. Yeah. The entire thing. I, I think I maybe like got two teams to the Sweet 16. Once it starts going south, it all goes south. Like once you lose a yeah. couple games in your bracket, you're like, it's done. Just crinkle it up and throw it in the trash. Tennessee lost. I'm done. Yep, you're out. I'm out. Yep. I had them winning it all. Yep. yep. <laughs> so it's a good time of the year. I love it. Absolutely. Thanks to Chaz Muller for coming on to the Sports Fan. And we'll end it here as definitely tune over and catch the end of the Toledo, Ohio game. Checking the score of that at the moment. It's 51 44 at the under 12 timeout. Go tune over to Power 105. Russ and Rob live in Cleveland. They'll bring you home on that one but until then until monday that'll wrap it up for the sports fan for this march 10th